At Founders Brewing Company, we set out to create a beer that lets you embrace the unconventional. Mortal Bloom is a radiantly beautiful, hazy IPA that will wrap your taste buds with intense citrus and tropical notes of pineapple and mango. Coming in at 6.2% ABV with big aromatics and no bitterness, it's the perfect beer, if we do say so ourselves. Visit foundersbrewing.com to find Mortal Bloom Hazy IPA. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. hosted by two girls one ginger i mean i think the day has come you guys we've made it i know Do we feel like this is real i felt like we were frauds for a minute because we kept promising video promising video promising video but we're here we have a studio we have neon signs we have decorations we have set design we have a real plant over there <laughs> you know to make jared have some depth next to i've him. got a nice fern behind yeah, me yeah i mean nice we fern. actually are doing it if you could see our rug you'd be impressed we did it we really we, it. we really did it again you guys were hoping that these videos actually go through i feel like it's the boy who cried wolf but like the joke is over the joke is over it's no longer a joke it's reality it's reality we're here. We did it. So let's do a little cheers. Congrats to us. Cheers. Guys. Congrats to us. I love you both more than life itself. And we love you firsties more than life itself. We really. Because we wow. honestly couldn't do any of this without you. And you asked for it. Alex, you're not even talking to your mic. You asked for it. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is very typical me. <laughs> God. Leave that in. Yeah. So it is December 1st. It's the holiday season. Sure. I can't believe it's December. My birthday's tomorrow. It's fine. Alexis's birthday. birthday is tomorrow. We're going to have an egg off. We're all making uh, hard-boiled eggs, different types. That was my wish. I wanted a variety of deviled eggs. And Jared can't come, but he's sending a recipe that Jack's bringing. I'm sending an egg by proxy. Yes. He is sending an egg. He already has a recipe ready to Jack go. Jack will be delivering my egg. Thank you. Yes. You know, it's what you want. It's what you need. It's all I need. It's all I want. Okay. So do we want to get into the day? Or do we have any house cleaning to do? Housekeeping? No, other than um, Patreon is all of this but better. So you should dial into that. Yeah, join our Patreon. Dial in. Get connected. That's right. Okay, so I am so fucking excited for today. I can't wait. And it's something that Jared actually knows a lot about, and that is televangelism. (laughs) Why is that? Why do you know a lot about that? I really don't know. I remember seeing televangelists on tv growing up and when you brought this up the other day i remember saying like oh what about this what about this?" and then i realized i know way more about this than i thought realized yeah so it's one of those things that's just kind of like and i got really excited too because when you said the name that you said (laughs) i was like oh shit here we go yeah it's just he's like oh you know this guy that does this and this and that and this guy that sells collodial silver and this guy that sells holy water i'm like wow silver yeah well that's uh, we'll get into collodial silver In our episode, because today is December 1st, and in December 1st of 1994, Jim Baker, who was an American televangelist and convicted fraud, was released from jail. How do they let that man out? (laughs) I mean, he was supposed to go to jail for a very long time, and he ended up getting out very fast. Mm. But we're going to kind of get into, like, his whole story, because the more I dove in, the more I learned, and the crazier it fucking got. Fascinating. So... I'll give you a little backstory because I didn't really know much about Jim's Jim Baker. Uh, Jared did. I did. Um, He goes, the guy with the buckets. And I was like, oh, oh, and there's a good reason why Jared knows about this. We'll get into that. I know about the buckets, but we'll get into that later. We'll get into that. But I know him as the bucket guy. You know what? Right now, the teacher is the teachy. You teach me because I know nothing about this. So both of you lay lay it on me thick. 
Okay, so James Orson Baker. He was an American televangelist and convicted fraudster. I said was. I mean is. He's still is. alive. So between 1974 and 1987, he hosted the television program, the PTL Club, and they had this whole TV platform network called the PTL Satellite Network, and he had his wife, Tammy Faye, who Jared also knows a lot about. Somehow. Well, I know what she looks like. She's got a very distinct look. She's got a wild vibe. Sure. She's wild got a wild vibe. vibe. They were wild together. They were wild and crazy kids. A, so couple, a couple peas in a pod. They really were. So he also developed this thing called Heritage USA, which was this Christian theme park. Have you ever Wait, heard of this? No, but it was it like... Was it like a biblical roller coaster? Like, what was the I don't context kn- of this theme park? I'm not sure if the rides. Did you hear about the rides themselves? If they were, I don't know. Thematic. If were, at was all? it like a simulated christening? I'm, I actually. This is so, or a, this is something crucifixion. I, ooh, a cruci- like a crucifixion. The ride. <laughs> crucifixion. The experience. <laughs> the experience. It's it's more than a ride. It's an experience. They just strapped. No, honestly, the I think that he kind of just used it like the Christian part of it as just like a ruse because they yeah. raised all this ooh, money for it. Crucifixion. The escape room. Oh, <laughs> trademark pending. Wow. It's it's really an emotional patent escape pending. Room. Patent patent pending. Okay, so. Heritage USA, I had never heard of it, but it was the third largest theme park in the country. No. Behind Disney World and Disneyland. How? I don't fucking know. And we've never heard of it? Why haven't we? It had 4.9 million visitors a year. So Holy shit. The way that he funded this is he asked his followers to give him money, and uh, they had contributions that exceeded over a million dollars a week with proceeds when going to the, the park and also to the network. I'm using air quotes, a lot yeah. of these air yeah. quotes. Yeah. So basically what happened is, uh, like most things where people are getting donations, they didn't go to where he said that they were going. So there are two scandals mm, that, brought, that brought down <laughs> Mr. Yes, fraud. Jimmy Boy. <laughs> Jimmy B. Jimmy B. He got brought down. So he, had, he was illegally misusing the money that people were giving him. So he eventually was convicted of accounting fraud, and it eventually led to his imprisonment. So he sold more than 66,000 lifetime guarantees to this theme park, right? For $1,000 each, it basically meant that every single person could go to the theme park and stay for three days for free every single year if they give this dude $1,000. So he ended up raising like $125 million, and not one of those ever went to anybody. Well, it went to him, right? So no one ever got to go for free? Nobody ever got to go for free. Like, that was a complete lie. Yeah. And that was... Very sad for all those investors. I mean, investors. It's the thing about these televangelists is they prey on these poor fucking people, these vulnerable communities that don't have a lot of money. And he's driving two Rolls Royces. He's living in a $5 million house in the 70s. Like this dude is fucking living it up. And they know how to appeal to people, uh, the things that are most important to them. They they appeal to people's ethos. And it's like, ooh, religious and... Whatever cause they pretend to be behind, that yeah. that person bleeds for. So right. they're like, you're going to rescue it's, abandoned children. I'm going to give you my $1,000. Exactly. It's preying yeah. on the most helpless well, people it's who believe in religion over all else. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it was really going to uh, fund his Rolls Royces. Sure. So, <laughs> anyways, nothing ended up fucking happening with. I think the theme park went on for a while and it ended up going under because he ended up getting found out that he was doing all this fraud. So the other thing that brought Jim Baker down is he was accused of drugging and raping their church secretary named Jessica Hahn, and he ended up resigning because of this, as he should, and be sent to jail. Sure. But he ended up paying her off with $279,000 that were paid for by the funds that he raised. So he's the worst. He's Dude. a good guy, you know? Dude. What a fucking gem. A man, man of the Lord. Man makes me sick. So uh he went to trial, 16-month trial. He was indicted on eight counts of mail fraud, 15 counts of wire fraud, and one count of conspiracy, and the judge found him guilty on all 24 counts. He was sentenced to 45 years in federal prison, reduced to eight. Uh, and what? 45 to eight? Are you happen? kidding me? Reduced to eight, and then he got out after serving five years. And this is the funniest most ironic thing in 1990 a biographic television movie called fall from grace starring kevin spacey what 
iron, <laughs> the, irony. The irony depicted his rise and fall. And then there's also a 2020 special that we try to watch and couldn't find it fucking anywhere. No, yeah. For whatever reason, the one episode in the season, I couldn't find it anywhere. This one Probably because it got yanked because of some yeah. something. sketchy yeah. law. I don't know. It definitely thing. It got yanked. And then so when he was released from jail, he owed the IRS $6 million. And now he's back. I mean, this guy is back and better than ever, uh, according to himself. Okay. So this is a thing that happens. back and better than ever. Oh, right. He, yeah. Well, this is the thing that happens is a lot of these guys, there's, you could go like Peter Popoff we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Where, so he was discovered. the founder of Popoff? Well, no, no, that'd be way cooler if he was. But no. You mean the plastic <laughs> handles of vodka? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, that's him. the first that's alcohol I ever drank. That's how I remember I'm like, Peter, different Piper, guy. Peter, okay. Popoff. Selling a different liquid. So he's selling holy water to people now. Oh. But he, basically, he got found out. But it out. turns out that he said it was the holy water from this Russian lake that a bunch of people drank after Chernobyl, and they didn't get affected by the radiation. Sweet but it turned God. out he was buying it at Costco. Well, he was exposed, year, like decades ago, he was exposed for having these big conferences where he was healing people. But there was a healing. There was a guy who was out to like expose him, and sure. he, and he recorded the RF, the radio transmission of his wife in his ear saying, "This person is so and so from this town." And so he would then go straight to that person and be like, "I'm gonna burn away your cancer. I'm gonna burn." And like, but he had his wife in his ear because people filled out prayer cards at the beginning. She'd of She'd be like, "It's it's it's Benny Johnson over there. He uh he has a broken leg and arthritis." And he'd be like, "And his oh, mom his mom is sick, so you, send you gotta send pr- prayers yeah, to mama." Yeah, and insane. he'd be like, "Oh, you live on four thirty two uh second lane over there." How do people not know. No. It's fu- it, but my point is the, with these people, they get found out, they get exposed, whether they go to jail or not, they come back and then they. They go to this other weird place where, like, Jim's selling his buckets, Peter's selling his holy water. <laughs> it's a strange, strange Jim thing. Was, Jim was also, again, he was selling collodial silver during, during COVID, he's claiming it cures COVID. He got in trouble for that because, you know, it's FDA naughty. was like, dude, this doesn't, no, stop. It's but naughty. He, but you know what? He's not in trouble for his buckets. And what I was going to do for True Crime Rewind is I was like, dude, the televangelism thing really fucking fascinates no, but me. but you have to tell people about the buckets. no. So I was going to say, I was going to go into different televangelists and we could do like a, like a mini deep dive. But I was like, ah. no, no, no. I started watching these videos of Jim Baker that Vic Berger edited down. We love Vic Berger. Shout He's, out to Vic Berger. He fucking kills it. And they were all just so crazy that I'm like, we're just going to go through some of his craziest moments mm. and do a little react because... We have an hour and 20 minutes of this stuff and it was hard to pick. Like only oh like five gosh. moments. Oh, Jared and I, I watch. We're watching wait. hours of this. So we'll get into that. Yeah, so we're gonna get into that for True Crime Rewind. But until then, we have got some bitching to do. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead guilty or not guilty? Okay, welcome to On The Stand. You know the drill. Every week we bring a person, place, thing, or an idea to the stand. We're either loving it or we're hating it, and we have a healthy discussion of why this is like taking over our minds for the week and we vote if it's guilty or not guilty bring it to instagram you vote if it's guilty or not guilty and then that concludes our section <laughs> i love that <laughs> like how do i usually and then end that's that? the end of it and then that's I love the that. end of it uh do you have do you want to go first i have one i don't have to go first go ahead you all you have, have to go one. first now okay i have to go first uh so yesterday i went sailing with my family uh-huh and this particular marina in san diego they've got a deli Ooh. there right there in front of the boats and it's a counter where you can go and literally order any sandwich you want you pick your meat you pick your cheese you pick your veggies you pick your fixins you pick your bread like a classic like new york style deli yeah and i just don't know why there aren't more of those Mm. because like i don't want a mendocino farms chosen sandwich i really don't i want like what i want I want a, a deli and then you can buy chips and liquor there. I'm like, everything I need is here. Yeah. Everything. So I'm just going to, I'm pros- I'm defending delis. Okay. In the traditional sense. Like I know there's a deli at your Vons or Pavilions or Ralph's or King Cullen if you're from New York or whatever the hell. So you're just saying you want a deli a, that the only reason counter. it's there is a deli. To make deli. me a custom sandwich. Okay. We're and not talking about like, like a Jersey Mike's. We're talking no, about like I want no. a deli. You want the marquee sign. You know the really yes. shitty with the lettering and yes. the yeah. Yes. Okay. I want Mom a, and pop deli. I want a deli where they have like the little cutter machine and they're making me whatever I want. And they've probably got their grandma's like meatballs in the in the clear sh- cabinet and like mm. some egg salad. 
yeah. or some tuna. Like, I just want a really good deli on every corner. Just like Mima used to make, you know? <laughs> Mima's like tuna Mima. salad. <laughs> God, you know what? We had sandwiches today. And you know what they had there? A turkey, or not turkey, a tuna sandwich. And, and I they're was like, good. I was so close. I was so close to getting it. That should be going on the stand. We were hyping up turkey all week. It was going up to for Thanksgiving. Tuna or Remember we were like, or Sorry, tuna. Yeah. We're hyping oh, up yeah. tuna all week. We were well, like, dude. A canned tuna with you like a cracker? No, we're gonna go through that because I'm gonna put tuna sandwiches on the stand okay. because I need to I need to talk about it. But yeah, yes. delis are I think excellent a cornerstone of the melting pot that is but, the United but States. They're of not, America. They are but they're not in every neighborhood. They're not it's kind they of they need to be. It's kind of more where there's a lot of construction. Like they they want it's for like a grab and go, like sailors. Like you know they're yeah. gonna grab something and go. Well, they're just not really in suburbia. I want them everywhere i need one in every corner i i would eat nothing else can you imagine every corner had a deli (laughs) where i could get a customized turkey sandwich which is always what i want we went to that really cute deli i think it was called hello deli in new york Mm -hmm. city and we got our little sandwich and we went to the central park customize it of course i mean it was right next to the late i think it was the late show yeah that they had like oh my god and they they were so nice so nice yeah. yeah, but um, it helps if you're a nice deli. Listen, I agree. I just think, yeah, I think when it comes to like suburbia, they don't really have them because it's a lot more chains. I think it's yeah. more of a city thing. So, we'd rather put a PF Chang's here. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's also good. I've heard but... that name and I trust that name. Yeah, you know, but or Chipotle. I, listen, the real ones. No, when you see that shitty sign mm. where you have to put the letters on it yourself, mm. I don't yes. know what they call that. When you see Marky. that. Mm. Cold cuts. Oh, it's gonna be delicious. No, it's true. We have Larchmont. That's what we have here in like the Hollywood area. And you know what's a good thing to know is that Larchmont always has everything except they're like our tuna salad is sought after, and if you're late, you're not gonna get it. Yeah, first come, first serve. Love a limited food item like that. Food drop. Barbecue food places drop. Do that. Food drop. But anyways, uh, anyways, we're gonna go not guilty on the delis. Not, not guilty. Jack, now next. I was so inspired. I didn't even. I don't know why we haven't thought to put this on the stand before. I'm putting. Tuna yes. on the stand. Yes. I'm not talking about ahi. I'm not talking about a sashimi. I am talking about canned tuna. Cooked. I think it's cooked tuna. Whatever it is, it's, it's in a wrong. can. It is cooked. Whatever they, it is. They put it in a can with either water or oil. Chicken of the sea. I'm putting on the Chicken stand. Chicken of the sea. Jessica Simpson, I'm here with you. I love tuna so much, and I don't. I get why tuna gets a bad rap because why? it's kind of stinky. Yeah, I guess amazing. it was definitely something that we got made fun of when we were in school. A bunch like whoever brought tuna to school. I was afraid I of doing it, it but I loved stinky? it. I wasn't made fun of. Did you bring tuna to school all the time? Really? I tuna is something my mom made so much. I love tuna. I love yeah. a tuna melt, which is blasphemous. Ugh. It's because it, it's not practical, but like I fucking love it. <laughs> it's because it's the same way I love deviled eggs and I, I love egg salad. And yeah. some people are yeah. like, ew, my boyfriend's a vegan. I bring egg salad home and he's like, oh, that's the worst thing I can imagine. I'm like, this, this is only trumped by tuna. Like, this is the best thing I can ever yeah. think of except for a really good tuna yeah. salad. Yeah. And it's why Larchmont, they're like, sorry, we run out of tuna really early. Everyone's there trying to get it. Faster than anything else. Is it because they don't uh, want anyone to see them getting it, so they go early and they want to get in and out of there? <laughs> no. Everyone's afraid t- to be. <laughs> yeah, like they're, embar- cool. they're yeah. embarrassed that they're getting the tuna sandwich. Why not? It's the best. You no, turn your back I think to everyone. That, you know cool. what? I would be really down to like spearhead the tuna movement because tuna got some tuna got a bad name. Tuna got a bad and name. I am here to give tuna a second chance. I agree. I love tuna. Me too. There's so many different ways to prepare tuna. Tuna casserole on a melt. saltine Ooh. with saltine. the pickles. Say less. Pickle. That is just life's. That's it's it's the simple well, things in life. Nostalgia. I think our age group particularly. I yeah, don't think all, like Gen Z got tuna the way we did. I think I know what it is. We had parents who were boomers who ate shit out of cans. Straight yeah. up, it is. It's true. It's like the it's the boomer, boomer parent middle class. Snacks. Do you think it's yeah. because tuna is sometimes adjacent to mayonnaise, and that's a very divisive item? Like that's only divisive with the people you know. I think it is. Everyone loves mayonnaise. Everybody loves mayonnaise. And the people who oh boy, say they I don't, can't wait to read the, people, the comments. The people who say they don't don't even know what they're eating has mayonnaise in it. Mm. I'm telling you, everything has mayonnaise in it. Isn't Every mayonnaise just oil and eggs. And it's lemon? just delicious fat for your enjoyment. As a mayo man, I'm gonna say I think people are gonna be pretty riled up. They're about gonna this. love it. Okay, we're back to tuna. You know what? I'm not a, guilty. I need Sorry. A, I need a tuna sponsorship. Uh, <laughs> Chicken of the sea. What's up? Here Star we are. Kissed. Star kissed. 
fucking hit me up. I'm down to like be the face of the movement because I feel like Can I get in on this? Tuna Tuna is the official snack of the first degree. Yes. Ooh. Tuna is the official snack of the first. And we're going to have a bowl of tuna degree. with a crudite around it. Some celery, some cracker, quackles. quackles. We're going to put like, we're going to have like bowls of tuna around. And we're going to just eat that shit. I love that. I, I love loved, it. I love the idea of just sitting and here talking. And egg salad too. So with- you egg farmers, <laughs> we're also here for you. <laughs> tuna and eggs. And, we're coming for you. And mayo. Oh. Miracle Whip. I'm into it. Sorry. We'll take a vegan Sorry, one. Sorry, it's what we do here. Okay. Tuna, not guilty. Not guilty. So good. In fact, promoted. Promoted. <laughs> Jared? Okay, today I'm going to take a wild turn from this. Wow. Today I'm putting on the stand bumper stickers. Um, I love this. The reason I'm doing this is because I, I, lay, I like to lay low. Like, I don't like people. I don't like to be in the spotlight. Are you sure? I don't know why you're in I a do band. what I you're do. You're a rock star. You're in the spotlight professionally. Come to a show yeah. and you'll see. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not. I he's find where the spotlight is not at and then I kind of creep over to that I spot. Know, Jared, yeah. you're kind of like a closeted, like, uh, sort of... Like attention seeker? No, cultural cornerstone. Wow. Oh, I don't <laughs> know what that means. Do you like that? Wow, yeah. Thank you, by the way. You're welcome. Anyways, as someone who doesn't like attention, I... I look at the bumper sticker culture. Okay, this all started because I was on Reddit the other night and someone was like, what's something that Americans do that other cultures just don't understand? And and one of the top comments was bumper stickers. And I was like, that's an interesting thought because some people have really divisive bumper stickers. Sure. Like things designed to incite rage from other people. They're like Twitter quips on a bumper. And if you think about it, you're putting this on an object that costs you a lot of money that you are not near a majority of the time. You're not around your vehicle. So you're putting a thing on it that's going to incite and it depends on what it is. Depends on what it's it is. It's definitely people broadcasting their most controversial opinions on bumper it's stickers. Wild. Or it's like, ooh, let me put a Darwin fish with legs on it. It's wild. <laughs> or a Darwin fish with a cross on it. Yep. Let's see if I can fuck with people. Yep. And there, even even people trying to be positive, there are people that could that have differing viewpoints than that. And so you're oh, opening wait. up yourself. You're opening up yourself to. I was like, come and get my guns. Yeah, yeah. come and take them. <laughs> come and take. Come Tread and take on em. me with this yeah. rattle. Step uh, on this rattlesnake. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm I'm putting it on the stand because I feel like there's nobody that's like I feel really mildly about things. Yeah, and then you just slap it on your car. Yeah, yeah. like a bumper sticker that just says "Do whatever you want." There isn't yeah, a I'm passive okay. or my my child is a is a like A plus student at so and so. I'm like, you're saying that because your other child isn't, and you're trying to make your other child you be motivated. You're there's for a reason. Either your neighbor's kid who you're competitive with is a loser, and you're trying to make them feel bad. Like no, it's you know what it's you're living way too fucking vicariously through your kid in bumper sticker and it's like go get a fucking hobby yeah you know Mm. got him why don't you sell bumper stickers on etsy instead (laughs) you know like go create your own there's definitely a demand (laughs) there yeah there is you know what go google the most controversial (laughs) opinions you can have in life and start making some bumper stickers I just I can't get with it because I as someone who doesn't want to be messed with ever and I just want to be left alone like oh I, want I the, can't you guys I just, it doesn't compute with me you know the 100%. one the one and only bumper sticker I had is one I made bur- myself and it was for Bernie Sanders <laughs> a homemade Bernie bumper and I, sticker and I and I really it made me sad what was it I just I said Bernie uh oh fuck what was it it was like uh, something about the world ending and then about Bernie is the only one that can save us or something, which I still agree. And, you know, he got really fucked I'm and that's where I stopped believing you know. in humanity. And now I have this residue from where my Bernie sticker was on my car. And it's really sad because it reminded me. Just a little goo gone. We'll get that right off. And I have some. I, li- I like to remember. No, I, don't, I know you don't like residue. It's like what the DNC did to Bernie. Just a little bit of goo gone. Like, <laughs> get goo-gone. out of here. Out you go. Yeah, Here's I was like, I won't forget out. it. Take I won't your, forget what the DNC did to you. Get out of here. <laughs> Anyways. Fucking guilty bumper stickers. Get them out of here. Get them out of here. All right. Do we have an on the stand from our listener that we'd like to listen to? We sure do. Oh, boy. Let's do it. This is my holiday on the stand. I am fully prosecuting to the full extent of the law eggnog. It is nasty. It is disgusting. It is a thick, textured, creamy, 
nasty, spicy liquid that I just do not understand how it is so popular in American culture. Um, I don't want it near me. I don't want to see other people drink it. I think that even if someone takes a sip and then you see, like, the remnants on the side of the glass of just the thick film of this substance, it's just not for me. And I am prosecuting Ed Dog. Happy holidays. I picked you for a reason, my friend. Um, I love eggnog, but I want to explain why. Okay. The floor is yours. So it's a versatile beverage. Um, There's a vegan eggnog. There's a fully full milk fat eggnog. There's, you know, non-alcoholic eggnog and alcoholic eggnog. You could do it with brandy or rum. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, eggnog, you didn't actually say why you hated it. And I'm concerned that you maybe haven't tried it. But, like, if you've never had a white Russian, if you're, like, a big Lebowski fan, like, mm. I'm telling you, there's something um, really, like, comfort foody about, like, a milkshakey tasting drink. Yeah. And that's what eggnog is. It's it's theok. And it's, like... <laughs> it's a thick drink. It's, it's theok. It's theok. It's, it's theok. And, like, you need to give it a chance and if you haven't been raised with it right like some weird indulgent it's kind of like some people do hot cocoa and some people do cider and some families do nog but like nog is good listen i get why it's controversial why i mean it's it's i think that what she it's she definitely doesn't she was describing like her visual uh, disgust, disgust for eggnog. Sure. She's and like, that's the that's remnants on the glass, the and she's like, and it's it's thi- like you know the dairy of it is gross, but vegan eggnog's different. I I also don't like a thick alcoholic drink. I like a sip of your eggnog whenever you do it. I'm not going to drink a whole eggnog myself. I don't hate it enough to put it on the stand because I do enjoy the flavors, but it's mm-hmm. definitely just not something that I feel like we as a people collectively can agree on so i get it it's like it's the mayonnaise of christmas what the, oh, the mayonnaise of the christmas mayonnaise. or it's the leg washing of christmas <laughs> the it's leg the... washing of christmas beverages oh my god it's a mayonnaise based spirit <laughs> oh my god. Eggnog is what a... do you think jared because this is important and eggnog uh sponsors out there we're here yeah. and we're into it the the first degree loves eggnog, eggnog tuna, 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 and, eggs. and eggs. McDonald's <laughs> egg salad. All right. So I think I, I actually I can't really weigh in on this because I don't think I've had much eggnog in my life. It really? just we never Next did it as a family. So episode, I don't, we are oh, we taste testing nog. eggnog. And you're going to have a shirt that says give eggnog a chance. Yeah. And I'm going to be dressed like an egg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's just in a big egg costume. Dude, it'll be eggnog and deviled eggs this oh whole episode. God. Wait, you should bring it. We should drink eggnog on your birthday. 100%. With deviled eggs. Yes. I love that. I'm in. Oh, wait. I won't be there. Do it for do a like little salty, a little sweet. That just like me. Oh my God. <laughs> that sounds so gross, but I'm into it. Give me an egg and give me some nog and we'll call it a day. I'm, I'm neutral on this one. I can't. I'm not. But if you were to imagine it, are you disgusted or enlightened? Do I want to chew my drink? No. No, there's no chewy drink. chunks in it. I know, but it's just thick. But you like horchata. You it's like, kind of like horchata. I do love horchata. But you also like Guinness. I'm back in. Oh, my God. <laughs> eggnog for everyone. I'm back in. And he's not back. Guil- eggnog not guilty. Yeah, you were like, yes. Wow. Eggnog not guilty. You said Guinness and horchata. Because horchata is like, delicious. Let's go. Horchata is, it, it's, it's very horchata-esque. Mm. I love this. Alcoholic horchata. Eggnog. Holy shit. And then like a heavy whipping cream in there. Mm. Our dearest firstie who hates eggnog, I love you and I will invite you to Los Angeles to drink it with me and I'll show you the way. That's right. But you're not wrong, but you're wrong to me. I understand your concern. Concern. Yes. But guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. Woo! Okay, well, when we come back, it is time for some true crime. Jim Baker, rewind. Mm. 
Hello, it is me, Jack, you know, the queen of thoughtful gift giving. And if you're struggling what to give your loved one, especially your parents or your grandparents, StoryWorth is going to have you covered. So every week, StoryWorth will email your loved one a life-related question that you can pick from their collection. Like an example is like, what is the bravest thing you've ever done? And all they have to do is reply with a story. And then after a year, StoryWorth compiles everything into an exquisite hardcover book. And the whole process is really, really simple for them. I love it so much because not only is it a gift, it's interactive, and you can have these stories for the rest of your life. So you can get started with your loved one for the holidays, and before you know it, you'll both be cherishing those timeless stories for generations to come. Help your family share the story of this holiday season with StoryWorth. Go to storyworth.com slash first degree today and save $10 off your first purchase. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash first degree to save $10. Storyworth.com slash first degree. It's almost summer, and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on therealreal.com. The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Staud, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that. True crime. Yeah, it's rewind time. All right, welcome back to True Crime Rewind. I mean, I don't even know where to begin with Jim Baker. Uh, like I said, <laughs> I can't wait. Vic Berger put to get put together this whole compilation of all of his best moments, and then he kind of edited them to be even worse. So than he kind of wait. So who is Vic? So Baker? Vic Berger is Vic Berger. Vic Berger. Vic Baker Berger. Vi- the candlestick maker. Like Victor Hamburger, right? Vic Bogolo. Berger. Vic Berger is. Um, I believe he was an editor for the Tim and Eric show. Tim and so Eric awesome show? I believe so. I, I I would fact check that, but he's in that circle. And he basically takes videos and he spoofs them. And, and, he like, just, and like zooms into their fingers doing weird things. Yes. And, like, and them going like. I so, love that. So you need to remember that part of this. I mean, yes, he's spoofing Jim Baker. But, however, not, but you can't. He's not doing it he's all the audio that you're hearing everything yeah. that they're saying he does like asmr he'll repeat what they're of. saying he'll like have them repeat stuff but this is all real shit that yeah. they've I done or said i love yeah i love shit like that yeah. and i love people do shit like yeah. that so to prep everybody with what we're going to hear and see today uh so jim baker once he came back from prison for the fraud and rape charges he decided to start selling uh prepping supplies for the end of time in buckets in buckets they all come in these massive 24 gallon huge huge bucket does it have like a they're literally like the buckets you get at home depot they're like shitty shitty plastic buckets but inside like we should do it we should buy one and do an unboxing video no somebody know what we should do as i saw somebody doing it on youtube as a taste test of his food of the like powdered eggs yes yes because they look so like that should we should definitely do that like it's astronaut food and i'm down yeah as you're about to find out, these buckets are multi-purpose. They're and multi-purpose. Jared has some, so we're going to get yeah, to that soon. I've got my buckets. Okay, so the first one is uh, Jim. This is kind of like an intro to his buckets. So. Wait, to be more clear, he makes prepper buckets yeah. for the end of the time. Yeah. yeah, Or for, for the what, rapture. Or for whatever. The rapture. But it's for the rap. People think it's for the rapture. But like that's sort of the vibe. I don't. They're know not for like a Super Bowl party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're not. No, it's for you to put in your basement in case the, the world the, ends. The devil comes Yo, from which the crust is crazy. Because why would you survive if Yo, the world ended? We should do what a Super Bowl bucket party. <laughs> yes, everybody buys one different bucket. Jim Baker bucket, bucket, and we do a we get in my bunker, and we just crack them all open and go nuts. Okay. Okay. 
we're going to go into the uh, little bit of an intro to the buckets, right? Can't wait. I want to hear all about it. The collapse is coming. Doomsday clock for global market crash strikes one minute to midnight. You hear that, John? Bible says you're going to throw gold and silver in the streets. Tomorrow, could, we could look back and say yesterday was the last day to order and get prepared. This offer comes with 22 buckets plus a bonus of six additional buckets for a total of 28 buckets. I want to show you something. All this food is for a gift of $2,500. Eight years of bulk food. This is the, this is what you should be doing. Wow. John, you come up. Uh, you're the rights preacher. You told me to do this. We got, look at, they got shovels. By the way, get a shovel. These are foldable shovels. It, it'll go in your backpack. This is how you dig the latrine. We made up, they've been cooking during the show. Wow. And this rice is hot. Woo, just me. Yeah, I could it just, just came <sighs> out. Wow, that's good. Oh, I mean, they just cooked this rice, you know. I'm hungry. I've been on this show <laughs> for about five hours. I think, um, I shouldn't put my hands in them. <laughs> I love you, man. I love you, too. Okay, so okay, so he has a bucket. It has dehydrated food or powdered food in it, rice and eggs and like whatever. And he is you. It also comes with a shovel, or you can buy a shovel extra, possibly to then scoop out the liquid. <laughs> the latrine, or no, also you can use to it to dig, dig a, a toilet a or a latrine. <laughs> Which is what? What's a latrine? <laughs> bathroom. You can use a shovel to dig a latrine. Yeah, That's latrine the first is like, thing like a toilet said. or a bathroom. So it's a multi-use shovel that you use for your food and then and also the your bathroom. shit. Yeah. So we love that. Um, <laughs> and then also, if you're just listening to the audio version of this, he goes and he just so they're they're cooking all of this sh- the the rice and the these, in the bucket. They're keeping it in the buckets. Yeah. They're cooking it all as one because obviously because you need it all. Oh, if you put like hot water in it, it turns into its own little soup. This yeah. part. I have not it really looked like into. It seems like that's what they did, but anyways, he's sticking. He sh- was he's sticking his, his fucking dirty ass fingers into this bucket <laughs> and like sh- like shoving himself like a little piglet. Oh, just shoveling wet food into his mouth that was made into this bucket, which is like a cauldron of filth. Imagine, and he goes, "This will be the last you eight years." Imagine if you had to go. I mean, I know it's like if it, if say the world ended, right? Yeah. Would it not just be better to be dead? <laughs> I'd like to. I mean, it depends. <laughs> you want to eat like slop out of a bucket for eight years underground? It's basically living back in uh, the... Uh, if I can create a stronghold somewhere, <laughs> I'd like to live. And if I can be I can like a see, queen, if, if I you, can be a queen of a land, I'll do that. I can but see if you I'm, with the stronghold. If I'm bottom rung, I'm dead. But I'm if out. you had to only survive on Jim Baker's buckets with one <laughs> shovel that you have to use for your latrine and <laughs> your rice goop, would you do it? Yeah, I like a challenge. Yeah, yeah <laughs> fuck yeah, that's the right. You're answer. not gonna take me out without a real, without a real fight. Man. <sighs> what else do you have for us? I just like, I like a good time. I'm <laughs> <laughs> One of the things we've done around here, we stick them under coffee tables mm-hmm. and end tables. You just stack them up and then put a cloth over them. Yeah. Or, or get a, a piece of, a, you know, cardboard or, or a piece of plywood, mm-hmm. and you make a top, and then you just stack this food. You can have your whole living room with end tables and coffee tables made out of food buckets. So now, so basically, he's he's telling you that you can you can use the buckets as uh, an end table, as furniture legs for t- yes, <laughs> The for buckets t- are now furniture. <laughs> well, like I, I think, said, they're multi-purpose. Well, I think for them, their biggest challenge from a marketing standpoint space. was. Where are we the fuck are we gonna put these? Insulate your home with them. So now we have honestly, it would probably be that rice would probably be pretty good insulation. So now we have a bucket that can hold food. It can also be furniture. And we your have latrine. a shovel that can scoop food out or dig the a latrine. hole for a toilet. Now you just wait for the next use of the bucket. Uh oh. Wow. This would be a great Christmas present for somebody because put a big bow on it, you know. Yeah. In a time of a, a in a time of emergency, Personally. this is going to be one you of the most sought-after items that paper, you're going to wish you had. Yeah. And yeah. everybody who has storage of food, you ought to have. That's right. One of our 
So now the bucket can be used as a toilet. <laughs> so the bucket also, is now like a, a toilet. It's a food receptacle and also a toilet. Well, a it's, toilet. A, it's, a, it's a food <laughs> container. And, and now it is a toilet, toilet. once you've done you, using it for food purposes. I mean, or you go back and forth, you know? <laughs> and But let's not forget, this now delegitimizes the shovel. Wait, but I don't understand in what world we would find out run out of places to go to the bathroom like <laughs> well, are there plenty like can, wouldn't you rather it. just go not in your food handling <laughs> container like can't you just go in a different bucket like that's for use for the janitor like janitorial things like can't you have a janitor bucket i'm gonna throw him bucket? i'm gonna throw him the smallest bone here no which and, is what and i would guess that they're selling these separately no but yeah i mean it did kind of look like it was just a different kind of a top that they were selling so is the idea that you eat the food and then you take the lid and then you now convert your ex food container into a toilet the idea is that there are several buckets that you can buy in several like extension packs like here's your toilet lid pack also how do we get here (laughs) i don't know i was preaching and whilst is there an apocalypse coming we don't know about? Well, listen, each of them have to have their thing. Like, some people have holy water from Costco. Jim Baker has Would his buckets. silver. The Baker buckets. Okay, Keep so it rolling. On Baker to the bucket. next, um, you know, Love. use for the bucket. Yes. This here. It's the Spread the Word Bible this bucket. this great, big, huge bucket. Wow. Inside of here is two dozen Bibles, 24 Bibles in this bucket. I think it'd be a fantastic idea, really, to honestly bury a bucket of the Bibles. So now keep in mind, this is all real. Like this is real. (laughs) Now the bucket is used to store 24 Bibles and you could bury them if you so choose. Why? (laughs) Why are Bibles at risk? (laughs) Like, that's my question. Are they in danger? Like, is someone going around hurting all the Bibles? Do they need a safe haven? Because I listen, that is some people's book and I respect it. Oh, good. And there's a lot of history. But like, are they is there a threat to them? Because otherwise, why do we need to use these buckets? Otherwise, why wouldn't you just store them in like a book safety acid free environment? Like store your Bible some other way. I feel like there had like in his mind, there's definitely some special properties to the buckets that they could be protecting the Bible in a certain way. Right. Like from Bible, the devil who's in the earth. Yeah. (laughs) Like what is the rationale? Putting your Bibles closer to the devil by burying. (laughs) Yeah. Put them close to the devil. Tempt the devil, but then slap his little hand away. They got to be putting Bibles up in trees, you know? Yeah. Give them back to the earth. Or maybe they think if you bury enough Bibles, it will sprout thwart the The devil, the demons and the devils. I'm just fascinated by this. Like, let's protect the Bibles with the same receptacle that we go to the bathroom in (laughs) and store food in. And have our kidding. Mushy, mushy, mushy nacho cheese. There is a uh, clip from this that he they have a nacho. A fiesta flavor or something. Mm-hmm. Fiesta flavored bucket? Yes, but the uh, the way they're presenting it was far too racist to uh, fiesta flavored Bible. We yeah, c- we couldn't was... even take it there. No. We're like, we won't even include this. No, but you can go find it if you really care. Yeah, you can find it. It's Google fucking it. nuts. I mean, he's fucking insane. Okay, so there are two. There, well, there's one last clip, uh, and that is. I think we need to do it. This is some good shit. That is the end of times song that they. Uh, is a, you're gonna love this. Here we go. For a stormy day. Wow, that's good. Beets and spinach and blueberry and strawberries. <laughs> Filtered water from Seychelles to take the poisons away. <laughs> I like that too much. <laughs> I guess you'd say, Jim and Lori, help me be prepared today for in time. All these end times, end times. Wow. End times. Holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. (laughs) It really just, I I kind of started listening to the song and I was like, oh, this is, this is okay. And then I was like, it got better and better. And then I was like, end times. The guy's got bars and he's got hooks too. And he is also wearing a tropical Hawaiian shirt while he was singing that song. Beautiful man. I mean, the attention to detail. Just so the man, this the is a- man has charisma where he got up and he was sauntering around. Yeah. And I was like, 
Oh, and this wasn't Jim Baker singing this song. Yeah, this for anyone listening, guy. this was a special guest of the show. There's a man in a Hawaiian shirt who comes out of fucking I just could never nowhere. do something with that much confidence. Yeah. If, no. if I was singing about, I mean, probably anything, but if I was singing yeah. about that, like... But you know, he, times he has, that's, that's where the belief is. Well, they really believe in themselves, which is baffling. Yeah. Because <laughs> who believes in themselves? You know, not me. Nope. Not me. And I don't even that. try to tout off some conspiracy theory shit. Then I don't believe <laughs> that in myself. That you know it's not true. Right. Well, they know. They think it's I true. don't even try to make facts believable because I'm skeptical of my own anything. <laughs> well, I've got to say... Jim Baker did some pretty fucking bad things and is continuing to do some bad things. He's out there right now. But guys, he is right like now. making the greatest hits from a comedy perspective. I'm not even mad about it because I am amused. I am. I've never been more. This is why we're thankful for people like thank Vic you, Berger. Jim Baker. Um, <laughs> no, no, don't. Thank you, Vic Berger. Thank you, whatever. Vic Berger for digging up this gold. Whoever, and it into- whoever uh, facilitated this content. Yeah, it was incredible. It's so, hysterical. Uh, when we come back, we are going to hear the terrible things that you people. I've done. Yeah, you naughty bitches. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app. Or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. You are a horrible person. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Hey, naughty ladies and boys. We're here to remind everyone how bad everyone is so we don't feel bad about ourselves. And also, none of you are bad. So we're just here to put it in perspective. Mm, some of you are probably bad. Some of you are bad. Well, you're all naughty. Listen, there's two bakers out there. fine. Hi, I'm calling with the worst thing that I've ever done. And it's actually something that I didn't do. And it'll make sense when I tell the story. And I swore that I would never, ever tell anyone this story. I've told one other person, and that's my husband. And he agreed that it was really, really bad. So I witnessed elder abuse. And I did nothing. I sat there and watched it happen and did nothing. And it was in a car. And this lady was, the old lady was actually opening the car door to get out. And the person was like shutting the door and hitting her. And that is the worst thing that I've ever done was not get the license plate number or follow the car, call 911, something. It was really bad. And... Uh, yeah, my heart is pounding right now. That is literally the worst thing that I've ever done was do nothing at all. Hey, so we usually pick more lighthearted ones. And yeah. I can tell you're really beating yourself up over this experience. Listen, I have a lot of those in my past where I'm like, hey, I saw something and I could have done something. And I think as women, as people in general, depending on what your position in society is, I think you always get very... Uh, paranoid that you're going to interfere in something that you don't understand or you're going to interfere in something where it's totally valid that they're being treated that way. Maybe they're, you know, my, my point is, is that you shouldn't feel bad. If you know, you, if you know, you saw something um, in hindsight, which is when we most often see the truth, you know, a forgive yourself and B do whatever you can to reconcile it reconcile it from there like if there's someone you can call a police department like make note of it wherever if in hindsight it really is that disturbing the problem is with interactions like this and and things we see sometimes it's valid you know I've had a very um, difficult time with my grandparents they were they had dementia and they were difficult right like maybe trying to control them is perceived as elder abuse like it's a very confusing situation to know whether or not you're witnessing abuse or or dispute between families or dispute where it's like we're trying to control an older person who's who's in distress, you know. Um, a, I don't think you should be mad at yourself, period. B, next time, always call, you know. Yeah, I mean. Even ob- if it's nothing. <clears throat> Obviously, you feel so bad about this, so you're, you're not an a bad mate, person. And you're, an, you're, no, you're a good person. Yeah, like, so this is like eating you up inside. You can tell, like, with, you, like your, your voice is shaking when yeah. you're trying to tell us the story. So obviously like it's affecting you um i think also you know the way that we we react to 
shocking situations like that is so different. Like you might've been in shock kind of watching it. Yeah. And depending on what you have experienced in your past, if you have any trauma, like it could have affected you in so many different ways that because you didn't jump at the second and follow them and write the license plate down and take a video, like don't beat yourself up for that because there's so many reasons why you might've not reacted in the way that you wished you would have. Well, also any law enforcement person would have told you not to get involved. They would have told you not to be like a vigilante about it, not to interfere because people who are harming people are dangerous. Yeah. So, you know, there's not much you could have done, you know? Um, Well, and I think it's like, you know, now you have this in your mind that if something similar like this happens to you again, like you'll be like, Oh, I need to get the license plate at least like definitely something like that. So it doesn't haunt you. Right. Like, and you're telling the story and people are hearing your story and people are now thinking about it. Because when these things happen to you, when something sudden and shocking happens in your day, you're not used to that. No, right. Your brain doesn't process it in real time. Things go into slow motion. You act differently. So it's good that you're at least telling your story because I think people at least even just hearing about this would hopefully remember this scenario no. and think to at least you know make that phone call or have some sort of line of clarity through a situation that could be sudden. Yeah. So that's Ab- good. Absolutely. And the, th- the fact that you're reflecting on it in such a uh, considerate way means a lot. And, you know, mm. do not beat yourself up. Yeah, you're a good you're person. You're doing your best. And it's also really scary when you when you see someone experiencing harm, like in, intercepting and in, involving yourself is also a huge risk. So we highly recommend that you don't. So even more so you did the right thing next time. Just, you know, call the police and make a note of it just in case, but yeah. she could be perfectly fine. You yeah. never know what would happen. Well, thank you for calling. That's yeah. Definitely, I mean, obviously Listen, we try to keep it lighthearted, but I think that was a really important one. I do too. Yeah. Um, so we are going to end this episode. If you didn't prepare something, Lex, there is, a great, great clip from Jim Baker we can leave you all with. That's a Jim Baker. Or I could try to freestyle, but Jim Baker sounds better. <laughs> Do you want to freestyle? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can. No, I, I like the hollow offer, though. No. Like, yeah, I could, but I, I don't want to. I mean, I will. <laughs> Do you want Wait, what is a su- I just need a subject. We need to do, like, we need to do it rap freestyle where you're buckets. like. Buckets. Buckets. My name's George Constanza, and... I love buckets <laughs> and I'm mad. I've never been invited to Nantucket. Okay. When people are mad at me, I tell them to suck it. Yes. Cause I'm George Costanza and uh, I just say, fuck it. I just say, fuck it. Boom. That's there it. You only need four bars. Woo. You only need four. And those four bars were fire. That's right. I'm proud of you. Lex. Wow. I love it. Thanks guys. Well, we're still, gonna, that was a, that was a tag team moment. We're love still going to sign off with this Jim Baker. Bye bye. Yeah. You're getting both. <laughs> it's got nice. It's got nice flavor to it. <laughs> Bye-bye. We love you. God loves you. He really does. Bye-bye for today. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye for today. Bye-bye. We love you. You can live out your MasterChef dream when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.